you're here. I'm here. It's Thursday, and it's time for the start sits. You know what it is. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Join the Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn those perks. Check out that bonus content. Be true to that self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. Of course, it is Thursday, October 5th, and we are getting ready for another Thursday night bond burner. <laughs> the Thursday night games have not been that good this year, but it is what it is. We have the Washington Commanders facing off against the Chicago Bears. Ugh. It, but it's going to be what it's going to be. It is what it is. So, the spread for that game is that the Commanders are six-point favorites. That's as of me recording this. Excuse me, that's last updated as of uh, 5.36 p.m. August, excuse me, October 4th. I'm recording this at about 9 p.m., but that was updated on uh, Vegas Insider. That's what I checked the lines for. But um, the commander's six-point favorites, uh, the over-under is 44.5 points. Yeah, so that's where you have that. So, for Chicago, uh, they've already ruled Chase Claypool out. Coach's decision. They're trying to get that motherfucker off the team. Safety Eddie Jackson, he's out. He didn't practice all week with a foot injury. Jalen Johnson, corner, he's out. Hamstring injury, didn't practice all week. Taven Jenkins, is he coming off of IR? Yeah, he's designated for return from IR. So, their offensive guard, Tevin Jenkins, he was designated for return from IR. You know, he missed his mandatory four games after being placed on injury reserve with the calf injury. But he practiced all week, and he's going to be ready to go. He's their starter at left guard. So that may be able to help out Justin Fields a little bit here. Uh, As far as with the Washington Commanders, the only questionable player they have is Chris Rodriguez, the third-string running back. Uh, That was with an illness. Everybody else seems to be good to go. Uh, Didn't really see anybody on their injury report that hasn't already been on there. 
Uh, let's just make sure here. Yeah, for the Washington Commanders, the, all the guys that have still been on IR for them, you know, they're still there. Uh, Drew White, their linebacker, though, knee injury, he's designated for return. Um, so he'll be back out there. But that's that's all, man. You got teams. Teams are relatively healthy going into uh, the this game, which is great. You you always want to see your teams relatively healthy. Um, as far as with the Commanders going into this game, their team is relatively healthy. You know, you got some people on the on the other side of the ball with the Bears. Unfortunately, Eddie Jackson. He's not going to be able to play. And Jalen Johnson is not going to be able to play. But outside of that, I mean, most of our fantasy options are are pretty are pretty safe here, with the exception of Chase Claypool. Now, I know last week, these guys went out here and they had a time. They, they did their thing against, you know, <coughs> the Denver Broncos. But Washington's a different story here. I mean, we understand that the, the Philadelphia Eagles made some things happen against against uh, Washington's defense, but that's because they're a great offense. The Bears, not so much. Now, Justice Fields, Justin Fields' average looks pretty good. His average looks pretty good because of that 27-point explosion that he had there. Uh, he is now averaging, on average, he's at 17 fantasy points on average. And again, when you look at those averages, you're like, oh, man, yeah. you know. And then he's the 13th quarterback overall in fantasy. It's like, wow, look at what he did out there. The guy has gotten double-digit fantasy points for you each and every week, even if he's playing terribly. He has an interception in every game. He has a fumble in two of the four games, you know. But one thing that he does have is a touchdown in each and every game. And you hate to say it. You hate to say it. But he is a guy where he's going to get you. You know, we said he's going to get you 14 points. It's not reaching our threshold. He's only reached our threshold one time. But against the Denver defense, he's play, he played tremendous. Maybe he could build upon this against the Washington defense. I'm not expecting them to be great. Uh, you got quarterbacks that are on bye weeks this week. So, unfortunately, you're, you're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to put them out there. You're going to have to put them out there. Because you don't have, you know, you don't have uh, Justin Herbert. You won't have Deshaun Watson. Who else is on the bye? Who, who else did we say was on buys? Let's 
So the NFL Week 5 bad teams, uh, you, again, you're not going to have Deshaun Watson. You're not going to have uh, Geno Smith. You're not going to have uh, Justin Herbert. And you're not going to have Baker Mayfield. Now, Justin Herbert, guys, I mean, you drafted. So Justin Herbert, uh, Deshaun Watson, you probably drafted those guys roughly around the same tier with each other. Uh, Gino, you may have gotten later. So you may have, you know, if you drafted Justin Fields, you may have gotten Gino a little bit later. So, and if you drafted Baker Mayfield, you might have gotten, you you may have gotten, uh, you could have gotten Baker later if you drafted Justin Fields. So, I mean, if you got to roll him out there, you're going to have to roll him out there. Um, it, it is what it is. He's going to be your best option if you don't have, you know, a quarterback with rushing upside. Yeah. You know, somebody asks me a question where they'd be like, well, would you play him or would you play Joe Burrow? Even after Joe Burrow is giving you all these bad games, I'd I'd probably take the shot on Joe Burrow. But if you're asking me if I would play him or Daniel Jones against the Dolphins, then I'm I'm, I'm gonna play him. You know, uh, Desmond Ritter against the Texans. I'm gonna play Justin Fields. You know, Matt Jones against the Saints, I'm going to play Justin Fields. You know, whoever the Steelers quarterback is going to be, I'm going to play Justin Fields, you know. Uh, so it's one of those things where based on the um, the competition and the amount of quarterbacks that we have available to us this week, Justin Fields is a guy that you're going to have to plug into your lineup and you're going to have to be happy with whatever he gives you which I think again he may give you double he's going to give you double digit points. So it's okay to play him. Um his wide receivers you know with no Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney coming back we're still at the point where even with this this offense playing bad DJ Moore is still a guy that you're starting. You're starting him each week. He's only missed week one as far as, you know, uh, fantasy points is concerned. He, he missed the threshold only in week one. Every week after that, he has, you know, he has played great. He has played pretty good. And then as far as him getting that 27-point explosion, that brings him up to 15 fantasy points on average, which has him at, Wide receiver 14. You like that. You like that, and you want to keep that going. Uh, Darnell Mooney coming back off of, you know, two weeks of not doing anything. He caught four catches, all four of his targets for 51 yards. Got you at 9.1 fantasy points. So he's not looking great. Um, as far as reaching our threshold here, we're going to say again that he won't, um, even with 
Chase Claypool being out. Uh, Cole Komet was getting – so we're sitting uh, Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet, I think this was an anomaly game for him. Um, you know, they're – The stats will be deceiving here. Because he had 27 fantasy points, his average is brought up to 12.3, which makes him the number three tight end overall going into the week. We all know that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, he's he's averaging, I mean, he, he's hovering around six, six targets a week, uh, which he's hovering around reaching our threshold each and every week, which we could trust him to do that. We'll say that. You could put him out there. You could trust him to do that. But I'm under the assumption if you got better options, again, you know, he's not one of those guys where he's a, the must-start tight end for us. Again, we talked about those guys who are the people that we're going to start each and every week. That's Travis Kelsey. That's Sam Laporta. That's uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Evan Ingram. And... Uh, you're putting George Kittle out there no matter what. Um, but those are the five that we're saying is our must-starts and, and that you got to put them out there each week. Uh, George Kittle, and the only reason being is because he's still close to the threshold. There's been times where he hasn't reached it, but he's close to that. Um, so, But Cole Komet, he he's, he's in that range where we could possibly do that with him as well because he's getting six to seven targets each game. Uh, he did only have one game where he didn't reach our threshold, and that was against Kansas City. So, Cole Komet, we're okay putting him out there. Uh, Khalil Herbert, the running back, again, 22-point explosion for him. You know, he got 18 carries, averaged 5.7 yards against Denver. I think this is, again, this is just a Denver thing. When teams play Denver, they are going to have great offensive games and it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, we're not inclined to start him or Roshan Johnson here in this game. Um, Roshan, he just hasn't taken, taken the reins here. Uh, we thought he was going to be able to take these reins from Khalil Herbert, but it's not happening. Uh, so we're going to sit him as well. So our starts are going to be Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, all the rest of the guys, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Darnell Mooney are going to be sits for us. Over on the other side of the ball here, when we're talking about the Washington Commanders, Sam Howell only had one bad game against this defense who hasn't been playing that well. We're going to put him out there. Uh, he's one of those guys where I believe he's going to re he's reached our threshold every game except the game that he had against the Bills. And I said to you guys, I, I felt like that was an anomaly. He just went up against a juggernaut uh, defense that had – they had something to prove. The whole team had something to prove. And that I didn't think he was going to come out and throw four interceptions again on the team. And then to look at the defense of Philly, Philly's defense is a little shaky here. It's a little up and down. I think it's because they're, you know, 
they're still working on you know, new defensive coordinator, all these young pieces that they're trying to push into this uh, system. It's just I understand where we're coming from with this. Yeah, you know, I understand. You know where we're coming from for this, but um, we're gonna we're gonna start Sam Howell in this game um, against Philly. He did play play a tremendous game. Uh, not as far as touchdowns are concerned, but he had the best completion percentage of this young season. He had the second most yards. He had two ninety. He threw a touchdown. He didn't throw any picks, so he was he was very he was very efficient in this game. They just didn't get the victory. There was one pass that was thrown to the sidelines where Terry McLaurin just couldn't get his feet in, um, and that would have changed the complexion. They probably could have won that game um, if that had happened. But we're going to roll with him. Um, Brian Robinson, you know, of course, he had that explosion game against Denver, and we keep having to say this. He had an explosion game against Denver where he scored 29 fantasy points. That does push up his average, but he's hit the threshold in three of the four weeks, the only one being he didn't hit it against Buffalo, and that's because they were down the entire game. I don't expect that to be the case here. He's going to reach the threshold. I know I don't like when you guys speak in absolutes, but I'm speaking in absolutes here, unfortunately. I believe, we'll say that, I believe he's going to reach the threshold here and give you at least 10 fantasy points. So you're going to be starting uh, Brian Robinson. You're going to be starting Terry McLaurin. He has done the deed the last three weeks. You know, for some reason they weren't able to get him involved in week one against the Arizona Cardinals. But since then, he's reached our threshold each week. Even in the game against Buffalo, he reached our threshold He's almost what we were going to call matchup proof. So you're going to put him out there. Uh, Jahan Dotson, man, he, he has just not been doing it. And it's, it's, not, it's not that he's not getting targets. It's just that he's getting everything short. Everything is short for him, man. He's 20 yards, 20, 22 yards, 21 yards, 27 yards. Everything is short for him. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he's not going to make – He's not going to make it happen for you. And unfortunately, we got to say to sit him because we touchdowns are not a predictive stat. It's not a predictable stat. I can't go out here and say that this guy is going to score a touchdown because matter of fact, let me let me do let me pull up something real quick here on Jahan Dotson. I, I want to check to see where he's coming from as far as his because we know he's not getting one of the three things. We talk about wide receivers. We say we want them to get deep threat, deep targets, red zone targets, and targets in general. And with Jahan Dotson, right now, he's had 25 targets in, in four games, which is which is pretty decent. You know, that's that's not bad, you know. But his target share is uh, 19%. Uh, his route participation is 100% this year. You know, he's running routes. He 
He's not staying in the block or anything like that. He's on the field 85% of the time. But here's the problem, man. The catchable target rate, 60%. His average depth of target, 7 yards. So he's getting four, four or five targets a game, but they're like seven yards. He's getting four or five targets a game, seven yards down the field, but he's only catching like three of them. It's, it's not working out for him. And he, he's got four red zone targets, which is decent. Four out of 25 targets in the red zone. That means he's getting a red zone target every game, but... They're not amounting to, to touchdowns. And then that he's only getting one red zone target every game, you know, it, if he doesn't catch that one, then, then it's bad here. And, and again, when we look at catchable target rate, this is the quarterback throwing to him. Is the quarterback throwing catchable balls? Only 60% of his the passes thrown his way are deemed catchable, and his true catch rate is 93%. So he's catching the balls that are deemed catchable. You know, and it's just, everything is so short with him. Um, and again, we're not seeing the, the the level of red zone targets or even deep targets that, that we want to see out of, out of him. So unfortunately, again, this is going to be one of those things where we're going to have to say sit him. Uh, Curtis Samuel, he's been he's been hovering around there. He's getting, you know, he's getting deeper targets than than Jahan Dawson, but he's also getting carries. Um, in this matchup, we'll We'll say you could put him out there, especially if you're in deeper leagues. We believe he's going to reach the threshold. Uh, Logan Thomas, he's another one of those wide, excuse me, tight ends that if you're if you have him, you could potentially put him out there. He's reached the threshold two out of the four out of the three weeks he's played. Uh, he was very close last week against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He is seven point three fantasy points. Uh, so he was close. He didn't play in the Buffalo game due to a concussion. But Logan Thomas is a guy that you could put out there. And then uh, Antonio Gibson, we're not putting him out there. He's not shown anything to us this season at all. Um, so, unfortunately, we're, we're not going to put him out there. So our starters are going to be Brian Robinson, Sam Howe, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis, Curtis Samuel and uh, Logan Thomas. Unfortunately, I mean, I would want to say John Dawson, but we were right about him last week. We said that he was going to reach the threshold against Philly, and he did. We knew that that was going to happen. Um, but it was one of those things where it was more of us being lucky than good. And I don't know if luck strikes twice as far as with him scoring a touchdown. Because of these are the targets that he's going to be commanding where everything is short. He's not like Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, he's the number one guy on the Steelers 
no matter what goes on, he's the number one guy. Whether they're throwing it to him short, he'll get 15 targets and catch nine passes or 10 passes. And he'll be good. And the way they run those things is for yards after the catch as well. And Jahan Dotson isn't – it doesn't seem like that's how they're running his routes where he can get yards after the catch. It's just – I don't know, man. I don't understand why they're not using him. Well, new coordinator, but why they weren't using him. This guy could get open. He could run routes at any level. And I just don't understand why um, Eric Bieniemy just has a guy running short routes like this. It's just, it's crazy, man. Average depth of target, seven, seven, seven and a half yards. That is, that is crazy. Yeah, he's got to do better than that. We got to be able to get him out there. Get him out there. And they actually put his yards per target. That's the average depth of target, but his yards per target is 4.4. .4. He's only getting 4.4 4 yards per target. That's crazy. But, yeah, so those are the guys that you're going to be starting in City for this Thursday, man. Hopefully you enjoy the game. Hopefully it's a good game. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening to us as always, man. Get on to that Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn those perks. Check out that bonus content. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.